Pig hey, Miller into the game. I'm glad he did. Yeah. Glad he did. 20 second timeout with the Lakers. I thought the Pig would win the uh, Oscar. One of up to 89. You ever see the Oscar? Be quiet. not as comfy as the uh as the, the bedroom studio uh, <laughs> but i can also be a lot louder so that's nice unfortunately even though i can be louder uh, i use uh, a setup that <laughs> picks picks my voice up less effectively which ultimately makes me quieter there's definitely uh definitely some irony there but anyway you don't care about that basketball we've had a good uh good solid week of basketball uh some of the days were kind of uh, you know but overall it's, it's been a really good week uh let's let's hop right into it there's not a lot of news uh i guess now that they're yeah not just not a lot of news uh let's talk about the playoff series i'll talk about the the ones that are over first uh brooklyn versus chicago uh chicago <laughs> brooklyn uh Booker versus the Celtics. I mean, uh, a lot of a lot of close games, a lot of a uh, lot of things that you know were a bounce or two from ending differently. But in the end, you know, the Celtics were clearly the better team, and they they sent the the Nets home, much to the the uh, to the joy of blog boys and sports radio people and every every. Uh, basketball critic in the world you know unlike the lakers uh who we all knew were going to be bad or all, all the smart people knew we're going to be bad uh there was there was before before the season started <laughs> there was reason to believe that maybe uh the season could be pretty good like that james harden and uh kevin durant could once again uh lead a team to great success even if Kyrie was out but reality just didn't match that and uh you know I've talked enough I'll talk more about them in the sleuth section so I don't need to don't need to belabor the the point a ton but uh I, I just I I can't care anymore now that this series is done I can't care Celtics uh played really great defense uh they got away with a lot of fouls but uh they played really good defense so yeah um uh, Miami also played very good defense. Also got away with a lot of fouls. Also escaped despite uh, their two best players being injured, uh, just because the defense was so good. And the Hawks were, Hawks were definitely done uh, by the end there. I think the Hawks tried. You know, they they won a game for pride, and I think that was kind of, I think it was kind of enough for them. They they won their game for pride, and they, that was that. So that series was started out pretty nice, but got pretty bad in the end. Uh, and then. Uh, Denver versus uh, the Warriors was very boring. Uh, I wish the Warriors uh, would have won the other game, just so we wouldn't have to see this one. It was it was bad. So yeah, 
And of course, oh yeah, and lastly, uh, Bulls versus Milwaukee, also a very bad series that uh, I wish the Bulls didn't win a game in just because it just led to more basketball, more bad basketball. So too bad for those people. Uh, those could have, all those series probably could have been different if uh, people would have been healthier, but health is part of the playoffs, you know? So mm, bummer for sure. Uh, now on to the series that are still still going. Uh, Sixers versus Raptors still a terrible series, unless you like or have like, sh- uh, you know, it's uh, it's funny I can spell this word but I can't say it. Short Freud, Short Freud, uh, for Sixers losses. There's not a lot here for you. Uh, Sixers are eventually gonna win. They're up three two. Uh, <laughs> it, it's it's just it's pointless to. There's too much energy going into this. It's it's the same people who were, were had too much energy over uh, the Nets, man. Like the energy here is just it's just bad. It's just wrong. It's no good. I don't care. Uh, I want the series to be over. Uh, Dallas and Utah also. Please just just make the series stop. It's the same just shitty shitty takes uh, that we've now been reading for three years. I'm just tired of them. Make it stop. Uh. Memphis, Minnesota, though that's a gem. Uh, that's a gem for sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, the poor Timberwolves. The Timberwolves could be done. They could have won this series. They could. Have, I mean, like, 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 real, like they. Okay, they got their ass kicked game one. But other than that, yeah, man, this sh- this should have been a backdoor sweep. Uh, they should have been done with this all. Uh, they've outplayed the Grizzlies in uh, all remaining four games and yet they are uh, down three two about to be eliminated so young team young teams do young team shit but memphis is also a young team so i don't know why memphis is uh is less young teaming them but uh but yeah fun series very exciting <laughs> just oh man pulling my hair out over for these poor uh poor memphis and uh and uh minnesota people it's, it's wild for sure and then there is uh a series that not as not as close, uh, just because they've, but it's still very interesting uh, in the Suns versus the Pelicans. Uh, <laughs> you know, man, those like from like the second half of Game One until the end of Game Four, it was just like this psychic battle where like the Pelicans were just digging into the brains of all the Phoenix Suns and like just ruining their day and. Uh, making them doubt themselves and uh, just kicking their ass in their own home. But uh, game five, uh, this you know the Suns came out and they just they just played a professional ass basketball game and uh, they're the you know the team with the best record in the league, uh, probably the best team in the league. I don't know, depends on how good the how good the Celtics have been uh, the past three or four months. You could choose either one. Or how much you love Miami's defense, you can choose them. But, uh, but yeah, uh, either you know what I'm saying. But the Suns are, the Suns are really good, and they just played a, a professional ass professional basketball game, and just uh, would not engage uh, with the Pelicans. And the Pelicans weren't even really trying, to be honest, uh, to, to dig into them that much. It seemed like they were almost happy to be there, which you know was what what I said about them in the first half of Game One, and they kind of turned it around from there and they didn't turn around in this game like Suns never never opened the door found some uh, pretty good matchups that worked really well for them so uh unless the the pelicans can uh 
you know break this one open again. This one's done. Uh, it's it's done. But we'll we'll see. We'll see if the Pelicans have some more fight. But uh, right now it looks very much it looks very much done for them. So we'll see. All right. Time to start saluting some teams. Brooklyn Nets. This is a team that, despite having one of the best players in the league, future Hall of Famer, first ballot, Kevin Durant, and uh, <laughs> having Kyrie Irving, who, who may make the Hall of Fame, <laughs> if they don't leave him out of there because of all the extra stuff, and James Harden, who also a uh, first ballot Hall of Famer, and then, you know, eventually trading him for Ben Simmons, who uh, you know, they never actually had, but if they had him, you know, he was an all-star. So, despite all this, uh, they spent most of the season drowning. And to use, like, if if, if playing excellent basketball is like doing like a, a great freestyle uh, swim from one end to the other, you know, highly technical, highly refined arm movements and stuff like that, you're not doing that, or you're not going to learn how to do that while you're drowning. Uh, you're going to thrash about, and you might move forward a little bit. You, But at best, you're going to keep your head above water. And that's pretty much what happened here. You know, with all the drama, roster changes, COVID injuries, and everything that happened to the Nets, uh, they spent the season drowning. And uh, it's no, <laughs> no shock that they kind of finally went under uh, once the playoffs started. I mean, it was a you know a nice a nice dream you know all super teams are nice dreams like what would happen if if these three great players got together? It's a dream we very rarely got to see, and even when we got to see it, we don't know how good it actually could have been just because it was so limited in in time they had to play together. But you know, in the end, they still have uh, you know one first ball ballot Hall of Famer who's still pretty close to his prime. It looks like he might be a little bit past it, but he's still pretty close. And another great player in Kyrie, if he, you know, they can get anything out of him. And another great player in Simmons, if they can get anything out of them. And if you had to make a roster and you had to go into a season with like three core pieces, these are three core pieces to go into. So they don't have to feel too bad. Atlanta Hawks. Lots of injuries and lots of COVID. Uh, this derailed their season uh, from being a impressive uh, follow-up to their impressive season the year before, uh, pretty much at the start of the season. Uh, they could have packed it in. They were at one point like 12 games under 500 or something like that. They, they could have packed it in for sure, uh, but they didn't. They kept they kept trying and they managed to to fight and claw their way uh, into the play-in and then into the playoffs. So, you know, good for them. It's still a very young team. They can take heart in the uh, DeAndre Hunter performed very well in the game they were closed out in, even if Trey, you know, Miami was able to take Trey completely out of the game. But they weren't able to take DeAndre Hunter out of the game. So it kind of, you know, it, it shows like a, a hope if you can see uh, these guys all on the same page. So, yeah. Chicago Bulls. Well, the Bulls, they are a uh, 
a grand rebuttal of what the current NBA norms are. You know, rather than a flashy offense and a super complicated defense, uh, the Bulls went with strong ISO play and <laughs> classic uh, defensive schemes that kind of rely on the ability of a few individual defenders on their team. It worked out pretty well at first, but uh, unfortunately many of those uh, individuals, especially the defenders, <laughs> started to get injured as the season uh, wore on, and it kind of sent them into a free fall. But overall, this is the most positive bowl season in many years. Uh, many, many years. And I personally think uh, the season was a success, even if, you know, <laughs> even if it didn't, uh, even if they didn't get past the first round, just because things have been so bad in bowls land lately that they they needed an L, and I'm glad they I'm glad they were able to get one. So good on the Bulls, on the Bulls for that. Denver Nuggets, <laughs> voice cracked there. Well, you know, it's hard to judge them uh, too much either way. Honestly, uh, I wrote down here hard to judge them too harshly, but it's hard to judge them either way because you know without uh, Porter Jr. and without Murray, we didn't necessarily see what this season season actually had to show uh but yeah they can you know they they were missing two of their their three main guys and they still came out and they still competed uh Jokic was phenomenal uh, they had like a nice professional season um and they they did so in a way that expanded the roles of their uh their role players so if they ever do get in a situation where uh, they're able to compete on a higher level these guys are going to have more confidence and they got a good time for their rookie bones and were able to get him uh, developed so yeah it may not have been the season that they were hoping for like two years ago but after everything that happened over the summer I'm actually pretty sure they're probably pretty happy with how this season went Brooklyn Nets. I salute you. The Atlanta Hawks. I salute you. The Chicago Bulls. I salute you. Denver Nuggets. I salute you. that's going to do it for this episode uh be safe my beautiful friends uh i will i will talk to y'all next week have a good one